0: you are locked on fantasy your daily fantasy football podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day greetings everyone and welcome to another edition of the locked on fantasy football podcast as usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. We're not doing this. I'm writing about the NFL and fantasy football for SportingNews.com. and We're still here for you, full season mode, except we've turned the page to the playoffs. We know that uh, the regular season is done, and you've hopefully won a championship, and you're already making plans for next year's draft or your keeper league and all that, and we'll get into that a little bit later as we progress to the offseason, as well as free agency and the draft to help see how that relates to fantasy football for 2017, but we still have some games here in 2017, and you're probably looking for more action, and this might be a time, a good time, to try DraftKings or FanDuel there for the daily action, just because you've won, you may want to parlay some, and give your shot at this game, with the daily game, if you've never done it, it's, fun and uh, we've given advice on it all year but in the playoffs it's a little bit more interesting because you have less of a pool this week you only have eight teams playing so I think having less teams involved make it actually more intriguing and more interesting and it can really help your winnings with your acumen and we'll look at uh, the position by position here and we'll start at quarterback and. I think if there's a guy that I'm going to pay up for, Aaron Rodgers, to me, is a little expensive there at 7900 on DraftKings, 8600 on FanDuel. But working within the salary, I think Russell Wilson's a better deal overall. He's played very well at home. He gets Detroit, where Detroit gives up a lot of TD passes, the most here among the playoff teams. So. That's good for Wilson. He's got uh, $7,000 is his price on DraftKings, 7700 FanDuel, so pretty equal there on that side. So that's the guy that I might build around more than Rodgers. I think there's nothing wrong with having Rodgers. Just keep in mind, your salary is maybe crunched. I think it's a little easier to work with him on FanDuel because you're not worrying about the flex position and all that. Uh, Relative to your price and you have to look at kicker and all that to f- fill at least a minimum kicker result so rogers there's nothing wrong with getting, going there if you want to go all in and if you're in a tournament play and you think rogers is the guy that you want with the potential for that big biggest game of the week to do that but i don't think wilson is too far behind in a, in a definitely good price all around there for him and if you're going really a sleeper this is a bit risky but if you're hoping that your studs at the other positions will come through. I look at Brock Osweiler this week. You look at the first matchup, 246 yards, a touchdown and interception against the Raiders. Not terrible. I, I think this team can move the ball better than people think on the Raiders. Osweiler at least has some experience facing this defense. Only 5,100 on DraftKings. A little different on Fanduel at 6,700, but here's a guy that uh, if you're really quite desperate, especially more in the DraftKings, and you want to build a better roster and just hope the other studs carry you and you're just expecting a basic floor from Osweiler, that's not a bad way to go this week. A guy that I'm avoiding that a lot of people are going to be tempted to play is Eli Manning here with these prices. 6100 on DraftKings, 7500 on FanDuel. I just can't recommend Eli on the road, really against anyone at this point. You're getting a boom or bust, I guess I suppose that makes him a little bit better for tournament, but I don't see much upside with Eli. I think it's a very limited uh, ceiling, even if he does play well in that game in Green Bay. So that's a guy I would uh, maybe go away from this week. Ben Roethlisberger, I also am not too crazy about. I think getting out of this mix of Wilson and Rodgers, you're getting a whole bunch of wild cards out of this weekend, and there's definitely a few guys you cannot play. I don't think Matthew Stafford on the road in in Seattle. You can't look at Connor Cook or Matt McGloin if they make a late change there for the Raiders. So you're pretty limited with these quarterbacks. So I think Wilson or Rodgers is a pretty good way to go. I would lean toward Wilson because of the price. Now, at running back, you're going to have to pay a lot to get Le'Veon Bell. 10.3 there, Ten point three, dollars 3 there, $10,300. You very rarely see a player consistently at that level, but people realize uh, that make these prices that Bell has been pretty dominant. They also see in the short pool that he clearly has the best match the Dolphins are the worst run defense of the playoffs, giving up 4.8 yards per carry, so Bell is going to come through for you and they're going to make you pay up for him at 10.3 and I think looking at these prices, I think you can go either way with that. I would highly recommend getting in there and getting creative with other positions here because I think you're going to miss out with Bell's big play potential, whether you're in uh a 50-50 or tournament play that you need to get Bell in that lineup because he's the one guy that you can probably trust to have a big game among this group. And you look at Jay, Jai, I'm a little cooling off on him. I would lean to him more in DraftKings at 6,800 over him and Fandle at 8,300. I think he should be priced lower in relation to Bell than 8.3 to 10.3. So uh, that's how I look at it here for Jai. So, If you're going there as your number one back, I just wouldn't recommend it. I think as a number two, you can use him on DraftKings for sure. Now, the question lies is uh, Latavius Murray versus Lamar Miller. The two LMs in that game, the Raiders-Texans. This one's a tough call because Murray had a good game the first time, so did Miller in that matchup. And you look at this, it's pretty close, but there's a good disparity here on DraftKings. Miller's sixty one hundred and Murray's only five thousand. So that is a pretty good deal in relation to Miller. On FanDuel, it's sixty seven hundred for Murray and seventy one hundred for Miller. So Miller there, the between the wash between Murray and Miller, I'd rather have Miller in that scenario if the prices are close. But if you can get a bargain at five thousand, I would consider putting as the RB two there. Definitely behind Le'Veon Bell. I want to get Le'Veon Bell in as many lines as I can. I would avoid the Detroit backfield. I would avoid the Green Bay backfield, the Giants backfield. So you're really limited with options and that's why Bell's priced so much. So you got to work around that. Thomas Rawls is not a bad dice roll, but again, I just don't like the way that Seahawks running game has been all year and Rawls just hasn't inspired much since he's been there. Wide receiver is an interesting case here. I think you look at Antonio Brown and Olio Beckham Jr., they're the studs that are playing here, no Julio Jones yet in the playoffs, but the prices are pretty close overall. You have 9400 on DraftKings for Brown, 9100 for Beckham there. 9100 is Brown's price on FanDuel and 8900 for Beckham. So they're pretty close, and in that case, I might save a little money and go Beckham because we know... The Packers' past defense is number 31 league. There could be a lot of garbage scoring there in the second half for Beckham, especially with the receptions. I could see a 10-reception, 150-yard, 1-TD-type game from Beckham there in catch-up mode. I think Brown, you have to take those prices a little bit carefully because he did get slowed down by this Miami team the first time. They're going to probably follow the same game plan of trying to double-team him as much as they did in the first one, so... I might, if you're going to go high end, I go Beckham over Brown this week. You look at the next tier, I think Jordy Nelson. If you don't even want to touch Brown or Beckham, I think you could go Jordy Nelson as your number one easily. Yeah, Darius Slay last week uh, contained him a little bit, but Nelson did get going there late, and he's Nelson. He's going to be going in the playoffs, Janoris Jenkins, is not a shutdown type necessarily. And they'll move Nelson around, so I kind of like him at eight thousand on DraftKings, eighty five hundred on Fanduel. I wouldn't mind if he's my wide receiver one. It gives me a little bit more flexibility with the other positions. Like I said, he kind of that's all a balancing act in uh, daily fantasy football, and that's what you look at here. And 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 also Nelson's not out of the realm of possibility of putting up a Beckham Brown type game at all. So you're not really losing too much if you go that way. It'd be nice to double. Stack studs if you can with your price, and if you can find some values elsewhere, but uh, you are sacrificing something there. So Nelson, as a number one, I would feel pretty good about. As we go a little deeper, the you have to look at uh, guys that are not as expensive here, and if you get under the seven thousand range, seven thousand on DraftKings, sixty nine hundred on Fanduel. Doug Baldwin, he plays better at home. You look at this Lions matchup, they're going to move around a lot, get him a lot of opportunities. The Lions do give up a lot of passing touchdowns, as we mentioned. So wilson Baldwin stack is very appealing. There's one other stack you can go with. We'll get into it in a second that involves the Seahawks. But I do like Baldwin, definitely at home. Now, if you're going to go with the Lions receivers, I know it's a tough matchup there against the Legion of Boom in Seattle. You'd have Anquan Bolden as someone I would look at because you look at Golden Tate, sixty three hundred on DraftKings, sixty-one on FanDuel, the prices for Bolden are $4,000 and, 4,800, and it's not necessarily go-to guy situation for Tate. I could see Tate, the former Seahawk, going off and having to make it be a big play, but I could also see him get shut down here with Richard Sherman. So Sherman and Tate are probably gonna be yakking and going at it all day while well, Bolden has been the guy that can work in the middle of the field. You have Matthew Stafford trusting him in the middle of the field. He started the game last week and had the garbage touchdown late from Stafford. And you could see that again working the middle field with no Earl Thomas there. So I would lean towards Bolden as your kind of bargain play this week. Over going Golden Tate as my wide receiver three there. So Baldwin and Bolden instead of Tate. And Baldwin in that game, and then Eli Rogers. We mentioned the potential of Brown seeing more double teams again from the Dolphins, like the first matchup. And Rogers is going to kind of cur- curtail that a little bit because of his presence working the slot. He's only four thousand on DraftKings, five thousand on Fanduel, so a little bit actually more expensive than Bolden on Fanduel. But I could see him also having similar production because of that slot work and. That's what you have to look at. You have to dig deeper a little bit, go for those number threes sometimes that have these good matchups. Next week we'll start looking at uh, Cole Beasley and Taylor Gabriel, those types that uh, can help you for sure. But, but you got to get a little creative with a wide receiver here. You're not going to have all studs. You just can't afford it. You're not going to be able to fill a lineup otherwise. So that's what you have to look at here. And tight end you can't forget about. For, but for me, I think it's a short list of three options if you're legitimately looking to compete. We mentioned the Wilson Baldwin stack. I also like a Wilson Jimmy Graham stack, and in some cases, I might look at putting all three in there because Graham is definitely the most appealing tight end playing this week. Fifty three hundred, also the most expensive. DraftKings sixty six hundred on FanDuel. Graham typically plays better at home. Detroit has struggled against the tight end all year, even with DeAndre Levy coming back. Uh, That's a position of weakness and coverage for them. So. Graham, I would pay up for Graham and take maybe the lesser at wide receiver. It's worth it. He is kind of like a wide receiver type tight end, and that's the only one that really is in this mix. But if you're going to the middle tier, there's a couple guys I would look at, and I don't think I would, again, go beyond either of these guys. C.J. Fedorowitz had a pretty good game, six catches over 80 yards in the first match against, matchup against the Raiders. 4,200 on DraftKings, 5,200 on FanDuel. He's not a bad middle of the road possibility. The problem is he doesn't score, so you're going to be highly reliant on him getting passing volume, and that's good because he did get those targets from Oswald in the first matchup, so he could be busy again in this one. So I think you can go there, but to me, I kind of like the same price on FanDuel, 5,200, and cheaper on DraftKings is Jared Cook at 3,600. You look at the Giants and where they've struggled in coverage. Sometimes the tight end has been an issue for them. So, with a uh, Cook, he's a guy that has been matchup based. Aaron Rodgers likes him. He's got good comfort level with him now. He's come back healthy. He's a good down the seam option. I know there's Richard Rodgers there, and he's always a potential to steal something. But I can see Cook having a busy day in this one, working in the middle field as well as Nelson there against the Giants. So. Cook is a weapon that wasn't necessarily available and healthy early in the year, but uh, Rodgers is trusting him. So that's not a bad way to go. We talked a lot about how Cook can be a sleeper in this entire playoffs, and starting with his Giants game, but when you look and dig deeper into the price, that's not a bad way to go. Defensively, I think it's rather interesting between the two sites here. The most expensive uh, defense on DraftKings is the Houston Texans at 3800 they're probably set to face rookie quarterback Connor Cook at home in the playoffs on Saturday so i can see that but if you go to FanDuel it's 5100 the Seahawks are the highest one and the Texans they're second at 4800 so I, I don't know if i would go with the Texans i i know it's a little bit uh, tempting there with the rookie quarterback but at this price especially on DraftKings, with the Seahawks being $3,700, $100 cheaper, I would definitely go that route. And On FanDuel, I just don't think I would pay up for either the Texans or Seahawks. It's quite pricey for me to trust those teams. I think lines Lions could get some garbage points there. But if you're going to stud, I think you have to do that on DraftKings more this week. If you're going more middle of the road, I think this is an interesting case as well. These are two sleepers I really like this week. The Packers, 3200 on DraftKings, 4600 on FanDuel. The Raiders, 3000 on DraftKings, 4700 on FanDuel. So the prices are kind of reversed here. I'd, FanDuel, I would say, go with the Packers for $100 less. They're playing the Giants. They're struggling offense at home. We know the Packers get sacks and interceptions, so that's a very nice spot for them. And even at $3,200, it's not bad. So I kind of go more of the Packers route. I circle them and have been attracted to what they can do. The Raiders also have some appeal, more so on uh, DraftKings because a $3,000 price tag. Pretty darn cheap. I don't know if I would pay forty seven for them on FanDuel just because it's a team that can struggle. And I could see the Texans moving the ball there. Packers I feel a lot more confident about. So that's a team I would circle and play more than anyone else this week. I don't think I would get... Too much deeper. I can't recommend the Lions or the Giants on the road in the NFC, just not capable of putting up big points, especially against high-powered, experienced playoff teams at home. So I just stay away from who's playing the Packers and Seahawks this week. And as a kicking option goes, and you only need to worry about this on Fanduel, just go to the bottom of barrel. Go to Nick Novak at 4,500. There are going to be some field goals in that game against the Raiders. It could be a field goal fest on both sides. So you might look at Sebastian Janikowski as well on the other side. But uh, to me, Nick Novak and Mason Crosby are the most appealing kickers based on their situations this week. And we don't, we don't usually talk too much about kickers, but you got to fill one out when you're here at uh, DFS and They can make the biggest difference with the opportunities and the attempts. Uh, They're a source of hidden points but valuable points because you have to fill them out. I think it's the same deal in regular, but uh, in DFS it uh, has a little bit more emphasis, that position. So there you have it. There's your kind of a twist on lineup Thursday. It's an all-DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel edition on this tight slate of games, eight games we have on Wildcard Weekend. Again, good luck with all your lineup filling. It should be fun. Again, it's more intriguing when you have lesser options where you're trying to find the right combination of guys that can go off for you. And In this stage with the tournament versus 50-50 formats, I think you're just looking for the best possible lineup to go with because you got a lot of guys that can go off for big games in this one and You want to get all those guys in there as much as possible. It's less of a contrarian thing they can do when you only have a few guys to choose from, uh, eight usually and 16 at wide receivers. So that's what you have to look at and consider as you transition from playing regular season DFS or regular to going to postseason DFS and the challenges and intrigue that come with that. So there you have it. There's lineup thursday we'll come back tomorrow with the uh, tune up friday just last minute news and notes that you need to know the injury updates going into the weekend if that's going to affect how you fill out these lineups as well so until next time for locked on fantasy football this has been Vinnie Iyer. what you doing ran out of space on my phone so i'm deleting some stuff <laughs> Bye, singing dog <laughs> Bye, goal i pronounce you Bye, wedding ceremony <laughs>